honestly, this is another difficult story to share because each person in this episode has passed away and I still feel their absence. More importantly, they had a great effect on my life and I wish I could thank them. Hello, and welcome to the Snowmass Extreme Podcast. My name is Jason Hartman, but I'm better known as Tigger. El Tigre if you're speaking Spanish. In 2002, I moved to the mountains, and these are my stories from a little place called Snowmass. My Uncle Joe was a larger-than-life character, and I say that with the utmost respect and adoration. You can think of him like the most interesting man in the world commercials. He could easily discuss a classic novel or tell a dirty joke. He was an avid art collector and commissioned sculptures for his home. He would take his family on vacation in a motorhome and tow a Jeep Wrangler behind for adventures wherever they went. The guy was over six feet tall with a bushy mustache and a mischievous smile. That was my Uncle Joe. And if that wasn't enough, Uncle Joe was also a famous cardiologist in Chicago. I guess I don't know what it means to be a famous cardiologist, but he spent his life helping others and seemed to be well-known. Besides adding to the appeal of being the most interesting man in the world, this detail was important because it explains why Uncle Joe attended a cardiology conference in Snowmass in the late 80s. What year exactly, I don't know, but he came back raving about Snowmass and told his brothers and sisters they needed to go. I was a kid at the time, so I don't remember this directly, but it's a well-known family story. The following year, my parents took us to Snowmass for spring break, and most of my cousin's families came too. Uncle Joe was right. Snowmass is magical. And when you go to a magical place as a kid and experience things for the first time, everything is amplified. Like the certain smell of wood burning in a fireplace, it always reminds me of Snowmass. It just takes me back to those family trips, skiing all day and cramming into a condo at night. Nothing compares to a good night's sleep after a long day on the slopes. Besides the Snowmass Cardiology Conference, Uncle Joe was also connected with a longtime local named Stuart Mace. Stewart and his family started a dog selling operation up the Castle Creek Valley near Ashcroft in 1949. When those two met, the dog sledding lodge had been turned into an art gallery, and that's what I remember. The lodge was called Toklat, and we would have dinner with the Mace family there. Just imagine driving up a snowy mountain road away from the town and entering a toasty, warm lodge filled with art. To save space, The dining table was a slab of wood hung from the ceiling. Can you imagine being 12 years old and experiencing this for the first time? It was magical. So even though I didn't grow up in Snowmass or the mountains, it always felt like home because of these experiences. And I credit my Uncle Joe for that. So when I moved to Snowmass in 2002, I thought I knew the place. But visiting a place and spending your life there are two different things. Many people call themselves locals because they were born here. Others claim the title if they buy a second home. Whatever your definition, someone's going to disagree. 
And if you put stock into calling yourself a local, then you are probably missing the point. In November of 2002, the month before I moved to Snowmass, Eric Smith was diagnosed with a rare and aggressive form of cancer. Unbeknownst to me, Eric was the snowboard lead trainer and a beloved member of the Snowmass team. So the entire time I was living my dreams and becoming a snowboard instructor, Eric was fighting for his life. What a strange juxtaposition. Before I continue, I want to be very clear. This story is not about Eric Smith. This story is about the effect Eric had on the Snowmass community, including me. I first heard about Eric in new hire training because other trainers stepped in for him. At that point, the conversation was about when would he return and when could he get on the mountain? Only in retrospect can I see the hope and distress in such questions because no one really knew what was happening. That was in December. In January, someone made him a blanket and left it in the locker room. There was a note next to the blanket asking people to touch it with positive thoughts and good vibes so he could receive them in the hospital. This struck me in a unique way because it was so thoughtful, and I wondered if it would work. Needless to say, I touched the blanket and thought of positive things. In February 2002, Eric passed away. I remember walking into the locker room that morning, and something was off. The energy was palpable, and I found out what happened at lineup. It's an odd thing to mourn someone you never met, but there is power in it too. The community felt his loss, and I was a part of that community. I'm not sure if it was that afternoon or days later when a gathering happened at the top of Snowmass. There's a beautiful place on the Sneaky's Run with mountains in the background and a scraggly tree in the foreground. The tree became known as Ease Tree after that day. But time took it down over the last 20 years, and the remnants are on the ground now. The place is still beautiful without the tree. As we headed towards Sneakies from the Big Burn chairlift, there were two lines of ski instructors with their poles in the air forming a tunnel. I didn't count how many, but there could have been 50 or more people between both lines. Since Eric was a snowboarder, it created a unique feeling of camaraderie to see so many skiers in support. The ski pole tunnel is commonplace for on-mountain memorials, and it never fails to empower you in vulnerable moments. Once the chairlift stopped running and everyone gathered, some of E's closest friends spoke while beers and hugs were passed around. The most inspiring part was when the group observed a moment of silence. 100 people standing on the top of a mountain, honoring a friend. This is one of the few times in my life I felt genuinely connected with the people around me. And that's my point. You can love a place, but it's your connection to the people that make it special. Uncle Joe inspired my family to visit Snowmass and he inspired me to live larger than life. Eric Smith left an indelible mark on the Snowmass community, 
which inspired me to make it my home. Okay, I have one more story that is more lighthearted and recent. My wife's birthday was two weeks ago, and we went to Il Poggio for dinner. If you haven't been to Il Poggio in Snowmass, it's an Italian place with wood-fired pizza, homemade bread and pasta, and all the wine you can drink. It's delicious. Toward the end of our meal, we chatted with the waitress and learned she is newer to the valley, but her fiancé has lived here for 20 years. So of course I said, I've lived here for 20 years. What's his name? Sadly, I didn't recognize his name and vowed to look him up. Two weeks later, I was volunteering at a free concert on Ajax and ran into the waitress's fiancé. Once we connected some dots, I realized we used to play hockey together. And then he referenced a promotional video we both did 20 years ago with the former ski company CEO. I couldn't believe it. We may be the only two people in the world that remember that day. And here's my point again. It's the people you meet and the experiences you share that make a place special. And Snowmass has the best people. It's hard to find the right words for these stories because they involve so many emotions. But there is catharsis in the reflection that I didn't know I needed. Take the time to thank someone that has positively affected your life because you may not have the option tomorrow. In the next episode, I will share some of the challenging parts of my first season in Snowmass and the direction it took me. Until then, stay healthy and be excellent to each other. In February of this year, 2023, I was snowboarding at the top of the Big Burn and noticed a group of people with green stickers on their legs. The stickers were for a Chicago ski group, so I went over to say hello and tell them I grew up in the suburbs. One of the ladies in the group asked for my name and I said, Jason. But she looked closer at my name tag and said, Hartman? There was a famous doctor named Hartman we used to work with in Chicago. So I said, was it Joe Hartman? And she replied, yes, how did you know? And I said, that was my Uncle Joe.